welcome back to the Teach Happier podcast. I'm Suzanne Daly, your delighted host. Let's get into the healthiest headspace and heart space for our upcoming week working in schools, whatever our important role may be. Last week, we took the phrase of must be nice to mean something completely different than the frustrating envy it usually portrays. Instead, we made a two-degree shift in thought to catch ourselves using that phrase and let it serve as information to indicate something that we should consider adding in our lives to make it just a bit nicer. Now, next week is a big week, episode 100. So this week, we go super small. I mean, this week may not even qualify for a two-degree shift. It might actually be like one degree, and it is a teeny tiny shift in language that has helped me at work and at home. Someone asks you, how are you feeling? Does that ever feel complicated or hard? I sure think it does. When things are going really well, sometimes it's challenging to go past a response more specific than good. And when things are really hard, to answer how I am feeling can seem impossible and complicated. So here's the one degree shift in language, which P.S., was recently approved by my therapist when I shared it with her this week. So it's been vetted. The shift is changing how are you feeling to what are you feeling? So think that through. Instead of asking someone, how are you feeling? Say, what are you feeling? I have found that doing this somehow simplifies the whole conversation. I tried this at school. Co-workers going through just some really tough family stuff. And if I were to ask her, hey, how are you feeling? She may just collapse with overwhelm because she's feeling so many things with so many layers all at the same time. So instead, when I ask her, what are you feeling? She can quickly name feelings or emotions like tired, confused, maxed out. Gives me a little insight as to what she's really feeling. Or when we ask our students, how are you feeling? I think we get some of the same, the responses. Good, fine, I don't know. But when I shift and ask students, what are you feeling? After they look at me, and then I repeat the unexpected question one more time, what are you feeling? They'll say pretty specific things like happy, tired, excited, nervous, proud. Again, it gives such more insight, and it's a wonderful launching place to get into a deeper conversation. Social science and positive psychology can help us understand a little more why this works. Dr. Brene Brown tells us in Atlas of the Heart that when we can name our emotions, it helps us connect to that feeling and learn from it and ultimately heal. She goes on to say, We have compelling research that shows that language does more than just communicate emotion. So when we ask someone what they are feeling, kind of depersonalizes it all together and helps name the emotion without all of the weight and attachment. So that's our invitation this week. Try this teeny tiny one degree shift in language and move from asking someone, how are you feeling? To what are you feeling? 
and see if that helps others feel seen, heard, supported. What a great feeling that would be. Small shifts bring the biggest gifts. We'll see you next week for episode 100. Dates for virtual and in-person professional development and welcome back keynotes are filling up quickly. So if your school district is interested in kicking off the new school year with an in-person or virtual Teach Happier keynote, workshop session, or book study, please reach out at SuzanneDaily.com. Thank you.